Come on, girl. I mean, I'm telling you, I can feel myself literally walking through the sea of people right now to get really close to the DJ and really close to my speaker and getting ready to dance. Girl, whenever DJ... This is DJ Paolo from his Twitch set from Equinox in March. And he remixed You Need to Calm Down. I mean, another masterpiece by DJ Paolo. I mean, a masterpiece. I'm drinking out of my Love New York mug in the closet. In your closet. Hadi Hadi is uh, remote tonight. Yes, (laughs) I am on site. I am, uh, Rita and I are babysitting my two nephews and my niece, who are three, five, and eight, for five days. And I was like, we're recording. We're going once a week, every week. Oh, yeah. Committed. So I packed up a podcast in a bag. (laughs) How do you (laughs) pack up all of her equipment? And she's sitting in her sister's closet this week. (laughs) And so I am now... 45 minutes away from my closet in my sister's closet, which I might say she has no idea that this is happening and is provided quite <laughs> nicely for my podcast. <laughs> Our podcast. Oh my God. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to take a picture here soon and just be like, so this is what's happening after right. the kids go to bed. <laughs> right. Your house has become a recording studio for me after hours. <laughs> I think that's the greatest thing that you took all your shit to your sister's house and are in the closet, in the floor, with the microphone. Like everything is taped together with like popsicle sticks. <laughs> but it's working. And but, I want everyone to know that's how committed we are here at WGRL. Well, and you know what? As soon as you said you were ready and we turned everything on, it was like, boom, we were ready to go. I'm like, here we are. I've got a little reading light instead of a uh, ring light. I'm like, hey, it's a little grainy, but you can still see me. <laughs> well, the graininess, I think, is the Google Meet. I think that's oh, the that reason. Could be. Yeah. So we're we're trying out a new, new platform here between me and Hattie, which is boring, boring, boring. We don't care about that. What's important so. is this song that DJ Paolo has remixed. Uh, yes. You need to calm down. By Taylor Swift. Got to check out this podcast, Equinox, March 2021. Love you, DJ Paolo. He actually wrote us back, Hadi. Love you, DJ Paolo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Yeah, he wrote us back. I was so happy. He uh, he's very responsive. You know, I think I told uh, you. Maybe I didn't tell it to you on the air, but I had sent him an email about creating an opening song, and. He didn't answer it. So then I wrote him on Instagram a DM and he wrote back and was like, hey, I don't check. What email did you send it to? He said, I couldn't find it. He, he wrote back several times back and forth. We had an exchange. Super nice. Very responsive. And then he said, you know, I didn't get it. And I gave him like a synopsis of what we wanted to do in the DM. And he said, you know, I don't have time to do that right now. I'm doing some other stuff with my studio. But, you know, best of luck maybe later on in the year. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, he answered, and that was great. I was, you know, you know, he answered. That's like more than you can ask for. It. So he, he acknowledged it and, and answered us. Well, Absolutely. then t- today at eight o'clock, he sent fresh, fresh off the AP wire. This is <laughs> deet, 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 fresh off the AP wire. He sent an email and said, hey Neil, 
He was just going to go through. He was just going through the spam folder that he was looking through previously because he said he gets a ton of spam. He went to the spam folder. He found the email. He was like, wished us well, and he said uh, he hopes he find he, we found a solution to our musical question. And then he said all the best. So I haven't written back to him because I'd like to write back and say, well, I kind of made my own opening song, but you can make one too, girl. <laughs> What's your price, DJ Paula? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's not a hard no. It's not a hard no. I'm going to write him back and say, hey, you know, we would still like you to do it. And uh, maybe I'll send him this ep- Maybe I'll send him this episode and say, uh, we used your, uh, your remix from Equinox March 2021. Please don't sue us. We love you. Love you. <laughs> we love you so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is what we're looking for is something like this. It's a perfect example, really. I mean, it really is. Yeah, it's a perfect. He's so it's amazing. A, it's a great song. He's so amazing, and I I do appreciate someone writing back like that. A lot of people would think that they're a diva and they're you know too important to write back. I respect him so much for that. And totally. I will say this: when he sent that first communication, he said he really wasn't going to be free to do anything or look at anything until yeah. sometime April. Yeah, it's still April, and he got back to you like that's. Who's ever organizing him and keeping him on track? And if it's him, kudos to you, because that's awesome. Thank yeah. you. Well, he said he was going through his spam folder and he found the email. I was like, that's, I mean, that's fucking awesome. I mean, like, I really appreciate that. That's like how you yeah. do business, people. Like, that's a hundred percent. That's how you do business. Yeah. Well, oh, wow. That's cool. Howdy. There's so much happening. I mean, you, we talked this week, and I mean, what a heavy, Newsweek. I'm feeling really heavy in my life. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I I did this week as well, I'll I'll start with this. So, you know, I am in my sister's closet babysitting their kids. If you ever need a pick me up from life because you're feeling like shit is heavy and you're dealing with stuff and there's internal and external, and you're like, oh my God. Go hang out with a three, five, and an (laughs) eight-year-old. You'll forget all about that shit. You (laughs) will realize that, I mean, and then you lay lay down with your nephew, and he sings Twinkle, Twinkle, Little Star for you while you're going to bed. Right. I mean, you need to make sure that there's still innocence out in the world, and how lovely, and as he puts his hands on my cheek and tells me that he loves me, and he had so much fun at the donut shop. Oh, see, that's great. (laughs) I mean, it was just awesome. So yeah. I was like, I said, oh, my God, everything is so heavy again. And then I was like, oh, now I'm responsible for these three lives. And there's going to bring so much joy in like five days. So that was good. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, it definitely, especially with three kids, you don't have time to pay attention to the news. <laughs> You're fucking spinning around the room. And kudos to them. There's no news here. There's no, it's all streamed. They don't do anything live. I mean, like no CNN, no news, no locals. They don't do, they don't stream any. Oh, you mean uh, at at your sister's house? I see. Well, that's probably good. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much you want to go into like the, the, the updates on all of the racial and Black Lives Matter protests and the Dante riot and the Chauvin trial and the army officer that's been pepper sprayed that video that just dropped i'm like not dropped i shouldn't say dropped it's like i'm I'm speaking about it like it's like someone just dropped an album 
but <laughs> right. oh number one hit song oh number one hit almost murder right i mean it's just so upsetting um but yeah i mean the chauvin trial i just uh i guess did you see today that they they rested the defense and prosecution rested today I thought that they was... They both did. They both did, yep. So closing arguments will happen on Monday. Of course, my eyes will be peeled on that, and the jury will be sequestered. Now that... That's what I heard. Uh, yeah. Are they sequestered until Monday? N- oh, no, 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 because he said, oh. go have a long weekend, then can report back here Monday. So I think on Sorry, Monday... Sorry, sequestered <laughs> one... Oh, yeah, fuck. something just fell behind Heidi. It's fine. It's fine. You're still on the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's, you know, the Chauvin, you know, just it remains to be seen. It was a little upsetting to see the defense's uh, expert witness yesterday and the day before, uh, but the prosecution kind of annihilated him. But it was upsetting to see them trying to say that carbon monoxide from him being on the ground from the exhaust of the van is what killed him. And that and that expert witness, by the way, I just read something quickly and I can't really speak to this intelligently, but he, I guess, has been known to um I wanna say I almost said confess, but it's not confess, it's uh testify, Jesus, testify against uh or in trials like this for cops. And he also had some like ethics charges filed against him or something. So he's a total sham. And they just found some you know, piece of shit at the bottom of the barrel to come and try to refute all of the prosecution's evidence, which was just nauseating. But the prosecution did a good job of annihilating him and discrediting him. So I was pretty happy with that. So, you know, it remains to be That's seen good. what will happen. I hope what happens is not what we think is going to happen and what Rita said he knows is going to happen. I hope that he I has to pay. He I'm, has feeling, to- I'm feeling some... Ah, I'm feeling some faith on this one. I don't know. I'm I'm feeling like there's just yeah. too much. I, I agree. I, I really agree. That's also my, I always want the really bad guys to go away for a while. That doesn't always happen. But yeah. I've got some faith here. But like with Dante Wright, I mean, what do you think about that? Like, she doesn't know the difference. I don't. Was that like a quick try to quick save? Was that someone thinking on their feet, saying that it was an accident? She thought she was pulling her gun because she said taser, oh, taser, taser. But she's okay. But she's been a cop since 1995. Right. Uh, 95. Uh, right. Do you guys hear that? That's 1995. Yeah. Senior. Immediately, she was identified as a senior officer. Right. And she was training someone that day, I think. And let's see. You already know if you're right-handed, your right hand, your right holster, your right side of your utility belt, right, of your pack, whatever they call it, you know that's your gun, uh, G-U-N, right. spell your- it backwards, nug. That's what it is. You know that's what it is. Right. It's and to bad. say that was an excuse, it is, uh, to say that it was an accident, Yeah, I, it's just horrific. Yep. If you can't tell the difference between a gun and a taser, you probably shouldn't be allowed to carry either one. Newsflash. Right. Hi. Yeah. And you've News. been carrying it for a lot of years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's just like the you know the army officer being sprayed. Like I, I just I think it's so funny that everyone was up in arms about Colin Kaepernick kneeling, and it was supposed to be about the flag and troops and all this stuff. And and then this this happens. 
this this guy in uniform at a routine traffic stop in 2020 they pepper sprayed him in the face i have it here i it is unbelievable keep your hands outside the window my hands are right here what's going on get out of the car now get out of the car what's now. going on get out of the car Get out of the car now! I'm serving this country and this is how I'm treated? Yo, what? guess what? I'm a veteran too. I'm going to obey. That's Get not, out of the uh, car! What's going on? Get out of the car now! I mean, and they're screaming and screaming at him. What's going on? And he goes on to say that his dog is in the back seat. I don't want to listen to the whole two, sorry, two minutes and 15 seconds because it's just like, ugh. Get out of the car and now. it's two what's officers. I'm for a traffic. You're being detained. Yeah, and then he sprays him. I'm a vet too. Country, and this is how you're gonna treat me? I didn't do anything. Uh, I hate this. This is shit like this. This is why people want to say abolish the police, guys. Like, when will this end? Like, like people say I'm negative, and I don't. You know, and I don't like. Like, I say that this is not the greatest country in the world. And like people are like think I'm unpatriotic and I'm an asshole when I say that, but it's this shit like this. This is why we're not the greatest country in the world. This right here. It never ends. Never stopping. It never fucking ends. I have some friends that I uh, were on a you know group text, and it's and I'm I'm pretty much the one that's just like. Stop trying to find the light. There is not none. And then one of, uh, one of the women, she's just like, "But this is happening. They're doing this. I'm doing this." It's like, okay, you're right. They are. You keep going forward. I was like, I know I'm supposed to be positive, but I'm telling you, yeah, it's a little tough right now. Yeah. This is a so the um with this whole the. So the police chief of Windsor, Virginia, where this happened. Yeah. To Who he's our suing. active officer, lieutenant, correct. Yeah. Um, said that Wednesday that uh, he said that the stop in which two officers pointed guns at the U.S. Army officer, pepper sprayed him and pushed him to the ground was a, air quotes, teaching moment. Oh my and God! That he wished the soldier had followed commands. You are lying. I wish the soldier would have got out his AK forty-seven and blown that guy to pieces. Well, he had a le- so it was interesting. Uh, I can't quote the news clip on YouTube that I saw today, but um, saying that if. So one cop was saying, keep your hands outside of the window. And he did. Another was screaming at him to unbuckle his and to get out. So he had two different, completely opposite commands being screamed at him. So if he would have been shot, if he would have reached and been shot, they would have found a pistol in his legally registered pistol in his vehicle. And that's all you would have heard, and it would have been his fault. Correct. And he was armed, a uh, black soldier, and Correct. dead. Yep, that's right. That's the world we live in. Not the world we live in. That's the country we live in. Yeah. I it's... hate it here. I want my house in Greece, and I want to get the fuck out. I know it's not going to change anything, but, uh, I mean, I'll still see these videos, and they'll still be the, as upsetting but go fuck yourself. These people that think this is the greatest fucking place in the world, it's just not. 
Sorry. So I would like you to go watch. Jeez, oh, I gotta Google who it is. Um, it's a documentary. Um, it'll only be upsetting, but it, it's good. It's really good historical information, and it's called Eliminate the Beasts, the Brutes. Eliminate the Brutes. Okay. And um, I need to find out. I'll. I'll. Sorry, I'm horrible, but I'm looking up where. Well, who while did you're it, while so. you're looking that up, but let me should. play. Let me play you the clip of this Norman High School um, announcer back in my great state of Oklahoma. One of the great 50 states in this wonderful union we live in. At Norman High School, this, uh, this announcer, Matt Rowan, was caught on a hot mic, pissed, because the Norman High School team was kneeling for the national anthem. And he was so disgusted that he called him fucking inwards. And it's hard to hear. The audio is not perfect. But just listen to them. And it's, it's like his excuse afterwards. It's kind of like what we're saying about these cops. Like, the shit that these people come up with to cover this up is the most outlandish (laughs) excuse you could ever think of. Listen to him, and then I'll tell you what his excuse was whenever, of course, everyone was up in arms about him saying what he said. So he's he's explaining that Norman's green and white. And he, because he was confused. And the guy said, Matt said, oh shit, Matt Rowan, the fucking asshole. I want everyone to know Matt Rowan. See, they're kneeling. They're kneeling. I hope Norman kicks their ass. Right there it was. <laughs> and he's and so he said uh, fucking in words because they he said, Are they even saluting the flag? And I guess the other guy said no or something. Of course then after he says that there was all this like scuffle to like turn turn off the microphone because people were fucking losing their shit. Like they were like, Oh fuck, the mic was on. But he came out the next day and said, Get this. I can mean you can't write this shit. But he tried to explain away his comments by issuing a statement saying that he suffers from type 1 diabetes and his sugar was spiking. And absent the, I swear to God, absent the sugar spike, he would have never said such offensive comments. (laughs) I swear, you you cannot make this shit up. (laughs) Yeah, speechless, right? I don't, I mean, the ignorance behind this human. Right. And then, and then they want to talk about it being about the troops, and it's like they're pissed off about. And then it's like then you've got a cop over here pepper spraying a troop, a a, a A army lieutenant in uniform with his dog in the back seat. You spray pepper spray into the car. I mean, what in the fuck? And threatened to pepper spray him again. Yeah, if he didn't get out and down, he's like, "What did I do?" Chelsea Handler 
I can't quote this exactly, but sent out a tweet and she's like, I don't know why are black men conforming to and ask doing what they ask. They literally have a 50 50 chance. It doesn't matter whether right. they comply or not. Yeah. They comply and they're still being killed. Totally. So they're like, stop. She's almost like, stop complying. It's like, uh, yeah, like, what the fuck, man? Right. It's a lot. It's it's a lot. Um, I mean, I'll just say this, that this is how it's a lot that I ordered or purchased renewed um, registration for our car, one of the cars, uh, last week. And the tags had still not yet arrived through the mail because of COVID registering my car online. Yeah. Waiting for my tags. Okay. And which is the reason that Duante Wright was pulled over, was expired tags. Oh. So when I went through, I went online.gov and I purchased and completed my you know registration renewal. They said within 10 to 15 business days, you'll receive your tags. Great. I took a picture of the confirmation immediately and sent it to my husband and said, if anything is to happen with me not in the car, this is your confirmation that your right. registration has been purchased. And at that, after Duante's murder, I was like, you can't drive. I don't, I don't even give, give a fuck if you need to go a mile, I'm taking you. It doesn't yeah, matter. I mean, it's almost like you have to be there to show that it's like, it, he's not a threat. And hi, that's that's the world. That's the world. Like, we don't have registration. I'm like, year it's expired. You can't drive. He's like, I got it. No worries. Yeah, people love throwing that n word around. Here's this woman at a bagel shop at Essex Market, which is down on Delancey Street here in New York City. I've been there. There's like a, it's like a huge like indoor market, and you know, kind of nice. It's Lower East Side. You know, tons of people go there. Lower East Side is kind of like revitalized and there's just I mean it's never really gone away but you know it's, they've kind of spruced up this place you can eat at some places but here she's ordering a bagel and she calls the server a bitch ass n-word he's not gonna serve it so please leave why because he's a bitch ass nigger no, oh my God. hear that why listen to her because she was like I guess couldn't get what she wanted or something with a bagel or something. I don't know what the fuck the, the altercation was but listen to her He's not going to serve it, so please leave. Why? Because he's a bitch ass nigger. No, excuse me. Oh, my God. Hello, hello. Now you need to go. Is this the woman with the three kids? Yeah, she had. Let me call a cop because this might have been. She had like a stroller there and then like maybe a kid beside her. And she had these big sunglasses on. Her sunnies were on. Yeah. Oh, my God. I want to cave the side of these people's heads in. Yeah. What about Papa John? Did you hear Papa John and his whole oh, his whole struggle? Oh, my God. I mean... Uh, I mean, this is pretty funny. I mean, this guy is just so dumb. He was on... Exactly. <laughs> he was on some newscast, and he just dug his grave even deeper. She was asking him about how he felt about, you know, being earmarked as the guy who says the N-word. He says something about about have, how he has spent so much time trying to get that out of his vocabulary, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is hysterical. 
take me back to a few years ago when you start to see these headlines coming out and smearing your good name. How did you yeah. feel at the time when you- your good name? Your pizza's not that good, dude. <laughs> right? It's shit. Your sweet. Your sauce is sweet. Oh yeah. yeah, I don't like it at all. I'll take Domino's any day, and people hate Domino's. Uh-uh. Domino's is bad too. So I'm telling you, you, know what? Just go local. There's so much great pizza out there. Fuck you, Papa John. You know you're Sorry, right. Go ahead. Go local. You're you're so right about that. You were seeing these headlines. Um, state of shock. Um, <laughs> unbelievable. Um, I couldn't understand it. I, I mean, again, you have a public board <laughs> that paints its chairman uh, complicit, passive, or active. They paint the founder as a racist. They know he's not a racist. It's do just they, unbelievable. Do they and know? I, do <laughs> they know he's not a racist? Like just. <laughs> Maybe they really do know that he is a racist, and right. they've just been like, "Oh, we're gonna sweep it," because like it's just been the climate's ugly. But they're like, now we're like, expose that racist. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, because they're gonna. Like, That's a good segment. Expose that, that racist. racist. <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because if they don't expose that racist, then they're gonna have egg on their face. And they don't want to lose all that money because it's all expose all it comes the racist, down to. Expose the racist. Expose the racist. Expose the racist. That's good. <laughs> we need to have you record that. I can put it behind the um. Dun, 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 exactly. Dun, 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 dun. Expose the racist. Expose dun, 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 dun. the racist. <laughs> all right. Let him finish here and get back to the action and let him make an ass of himself. I used to lay in bed just going, "How did they do this?" And we've had three goals for the last twenty months to get rid of this uh, n-word. Uh, in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary <laughs> oh, and I mean, everything you else. just Wait. said that it's in your vocabulary, meaning, hey, right. you use it. <laughs> I know. It's in his vocabulary. Wait, but also, Heidi, in his dictionary. Yes, and <laughs> they've on. been working for 20 months. Right. Let me kind of back up. Let me go back. Eliminate. Back up. I'm going to go I back. I need to know how long they've been trying to eliminate <laughs> right. this from long? his... I wonder if it's in the handbook. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the greatest thing. All right, here we go. Let me, I'm going to go back. This, And we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this. Uh, 20 months. <laughs> okay. How did they do this? And we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh, N-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary <laughs> and dictionary but, and everything else uh, because it's just I'm, not true. In uh, Three goals. <laughs> Get it out. Three of the three girls for the last 20 months. Get it out of my vocabulary. Get it out of my dictionary and get it out of everything else. What was the third one? I didn't hear a third one. I think everything else. But what I will say is up until 20 months ago, like N word left and right flying. Totally. This is how we roll. Totally. What? The actual. God. Hysterical. He's a fucking moron. <laughs> Hang on, let's see if we can hear what the third thing was. I'm going to go back again because I can't get enough of this I fucking I think it's in idiot. everything else. <laughs> it's everything it's else. It's dictionary, a <laughs> vocabulary, and everything else. That's why I'm like, what's the third thing? The employee handbook? Yeah. Maybe your letters to the CFO? Like, who the fuck knows? <laughs> oh, God. This. Uh, and we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh, N-word uh, in my uh, vocabulary One, and dictionary and everything else two, uh, because three. it's just not true. Figure out how they did this and get on with my life. If Papa John's would just say, <laughs> hey, 
We got in a hurry. We didn't follow prop. I mean, figure out how they did this. Just Is that what the if they goal? say, hey, oh, we're racist. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we just decided to become the Trump pizza of America. Yeah. You know Tell what? you Fine. what. <laughs> Fine. Mutz's his face. Um, uh, my Denver quarterback. Um, oh, geez. Oh, you're falling down. Yeah, I just fell off. I just had I just had a perimenopause you uh, just lack a, of memory moment. You just had a drop off. <laughs> um, I did. What were you going to say, though? Forget his name. What about him? Oh, yeah, forget his name. Well, because he backed him. He was like another spokesperson. Oh, oh, I see. Right. I mean, did these and people look at this I'm and then go like, oh, shit, I better know. back off that. Uh, get me off of that right now i mean he's nfl like bye get me off yeah no more papa john's see ya oh, 20 boy. months ago 20 edward months. was fine smooth yep. sailing what a dumb idiot <laughs> that's a fucking great i mean don't you just love to listen to them fumble I know, and, and dig their trip grave. on themselves yeah and just expose themselves for every Oh yeah, level of piece of shit that they are. Oh, it's it's fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I shouldn't be. You know, it's like I just lunge up when I hear stuff like this, and I'm like, oh my god, how fast can I pull this for the show? Because As you should. Thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, it's just wild how stupid people are. Anyway, uh, um, moving on to more important things, Heidi. I've got to tell you some more breaking news. That's happening here at the WGRL studios in New York City. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I mean, am I ready for this? Do I need to stand up and pace? Am I nervous? I, I don't know. Maybe you are, but but I think I think the best way I can describe this is you're going to be an ant, Heidi. I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so excited. You're going can to be we an not ant. have a gender reveal party first? No gender reveals. Well, the thing with the with these babies that I am with, I am with child. I am not only oh with one my... child, I am with two children. Oh my god, are you hold on. <laughs> sitting on eggs? <laughs> I'm not, but someone is. <laughs> ah! um, <Tell>. So <laughs> I was outside on the balcony doing some stuff last weekend. And I just happened to notice, I looked up, I kept noticing this bird kept flying away. And when I would go out there, and so I was like, I never really kind of like looked over, but I finally got a look and this bird has built a nest in the corner of our balcony on the other side of the railing on our fake grass that we have out there. And she's got two eggs in there that she's sitting on. And it's the cutest (laughs) fucking thing I've ever seen. And I am obsessed with this bird in these eggs. Oh, that's so bizarre. I would have never have guessed. <laughs> right. He, I mean, I'm surprised they're not living in the house at, at the in the condo <laughs> at this point. Right. Like temperature controlled, here's your perch. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, they're sitting there kind of precarious, but and I said to Rob cuz we found it before he went back to DC last weekend. And I said, well, like, are they going to fall off? I'm kind of worried. And he was like, well, they're usually up in a tree. Like, she knows what she's doing. And I was like, you know, you're right. I mean, if it's the corner, so it's the far, it's the left far back, like Le- the L at the the wall of yeah. the condo. Where, and the, the where the balcony hits the wall of the building. 
It's pretty. Uh, she's not messing around. Like she knows. She's like, uh, FYI, I found a really fucking sweet space. I <laughs> know. And you know what and she used to. He's this close to feeding us. <laughs> well, you know, I don't been. I don't believe in interfering with nature at all. Like she knows what to do and where to go get food and everything. So I'm just leaving it alone. I did not touch the eggs. Of course, I didn't touch the nest. I didn't even of go course. near it. I haven't. I haven't even grilled out there. Because I've been so paranoid, like if because she's right by the grill, so I'm afraid if I turn the grill on, the heat will like be like, oh fuck, it'll freak her out. But I've been cooking out there for at least a week when she was building the nest. And yeah, so, she's like, the, she might be like, uh, where's the heat, motherfucker? That's right. part of the reason we're here, and you're <laughs> fucking trying to freeze me and my eggs out. She's what probably is going. Oh, and you're so right. <laughs> Maybe she is waiting for the grill to come on to warm up. Maybe that's why she's looking at you like, uh, excuse me, what happened to the fucking fire that totally. we used to have like every other night? Totally. Why do you think I fucking spotted this place? She's like, oh my God, fire, fire, warmth. <laughs> that's so funny. She actually, That's hilarious to think about because she very well could have liked the fire of the grill. I mean, Rob said just continue to do what you normally would do, but I'm like, I can't bring yeah, myself I, to turn the grill on. Oh, I think so too. Or just move the grill. I was going to move the grill. But, and put I like mean, a, yeah, like do a, your regular thing. Like she knew, because the whole thing is, she knew you were there, and if you were grilling, she was like, "Oh, yeah." Well, now, cool. well, now when I go out there, of course, I tell the bird good morning now, and I tell her good night. But now when I go out there, uh, she doesn't fly away. So uh, she just looks at me, and I look over at her, and I go, "Hello," <laughs> and then I sit there on the balcony. Is that the voice you use? Oh, is I that talk, your bird? Is that your pigeon real, voice? I talk real quiet like this. Hello. Ah! I'm dying. Hello. I love that so much. And then when I tell her good night, I go good night. <laughs> then I close the door. <laughs> I mean, I've gone so off the deep end over here. What everyone, all the listeners, are like waiting oh. with bated <laughs> breath. They're like, "What have you named the bird and the chicks? Well, have you named them, and what are their names?" Well, I don't know what I should start with. Should I start with what I've named the bird or what I've named the chickens? Well, I think that you start with the bird. She's the mama. She, you know, okay. she is bringing, she's built the nest. She's created this space. It's all about mama bird right now. All right. The mama bird's name is Nurse Cracker. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Hit it! And the baby's names are Peter and Paulo. I mean, how amazing is that? Oh there my should God. be some dance floor music for that. <laughs> Isn't not that just great? Applause. Nurse Cracker is have his good is sitting on Peter and Paulo. Peter and Paulo eggs. I mean, <laughs> how did I? I'm too far away. I should have known. How did I not know that? Isn't that great? It's because you know the actually the other day I was sitting there I was talking to Rita about the dogs about getting a dog. I'm like, if you only get one, it's probably going to be Paulo. Yeah, and he's looking at me and like, what? I was like, well, Neil has to have Peter. Correct, Paulo. But (laughs) Peter and Paulo, and he's looking at me like, no. I'm like, uh, yeah. I think I'm going to be the one taking care of that dog. (laughs) I mean, I love boy and her not boy names, but human names on animals. 
Oh, yes, absolutely. I can't stand it. There's a guy in our building that had got a ugly, like, little wide, like, poodle thing. I can't stand those dogs. And he named it Rover. I'm like, are you, did you open up Dog Naming 101 book and point to the first thing you saw? No, he opened up, like, a 1950s second grade reading book. Jane yeah. and Dick ran to their dog, Rover. Right. So dumb. People are not imaginative. I mean, come on, Nurse Cracker and Peter and Paulo people. That is, I am so excited. And I think I'm right when I said that she will continue to nest there and lay eggs again. Yeah. Um, You know, I'll get attached to her because, I mean, I fucking love nature and animals and shit. Um, Um, Because you already are. Well, right, because I'm... Let's go with it. (laughs) Yeah, I'm already obsessed with it, but I'm going to be sad. But it's going to be so cute when she starts to bring food to them. I can't wait till they hatch. So, what are you doing? Are you are you able to kind of watch? Do you have to go outside to watch? Uh, yeah. You you she's so close to the building, you can't just put your head against the window. You know, you can't look out the window. If anything, I would have to put in some kind of a mirror to reflect where she is. But you know, it's like she kind of doesn't get bothered when I go in and out. Like she's gotten used to the sound of the door cracking open and cracking closed. And like when I sit there in the chair, I sit where she can see me. So she doesn't think I'm like sneaking up on her. So I sit like within her eyesight and she just sits there and I sit there. I like I eat my lunch I'm being, on my phone. She's she's a Manhattan bitch. She knows the sounds of the city. Well, right. I'm like, this bird <laughs> knows what the fuck is going on. I'm acting like this is like some rescue bird or something that's never been to the city. <laughs> it's like <laughs> she did not just fly up from the Carolinas and be like, I do not know where to go. <laughs> right. It, this bird is very familiar with what's going on here. Oh, my God. I love that for you so, so much. I love that for you, especially because I think you had a little sickness in the last 72 hours of your life. What happened to you? Oh, I know. Girl, I got vaccinated. Yay! Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Well, right. I found some article. It's so funny. I found some post-pandemic crowds article, which was like, you know, like I talk about going places on here, like on the on the show, like it's a goof. And like, you know, I say stuff to you and I don't want to leave the house, which, you know, it's like, like, let's say like 75 or 80 percent true. Oh, no, no. But but like, it's like a real thing. There was some article that was written by some scholar, I guess. And there's people that have legit reasons for having anxiety attacks over going back into the real world after this pandemic is over. Like, like she was talking about commuting and how people were used to it. And now it feels like super daunting because they haven't done it in a year. And the people are like in therapy going through this talk therapy with like how to reintegrate into the world. And I'm like, okay, like I know that I got it bad, but I don't have it this bad. Like I'm not calling up my therapist. (laughs) But, I'm not ever going to get there to there, I don't think. Well, I will say this, though. When it comes to anything to negotiate, a friend of mine has a really great like life work coach. Yeah. And she told her right now, she's like, everything is up for negotiation yeah. as far as flexibility in your commute. Clearly. So we have manufacturing. Definitely there's going to be positions. Of course. There are jobs out there. Excuse me. That have to, they, you have to clock in. Yeah. Everything else? Yeah. I mean, I don't, up. I want to go back to work because I want to be around my coworkers and, you know, do get out of the house and commute. There's things that I would do at lunch or, like, I worked near a mall 
And so I would go walk the mall and like there's things that you get some exercise in different gyms to go to when I'm on the train. I hop off at a certain stop. Like there's there's certain aspects that I definitely miss and I, I do want to get back to. But the five days a week commuting, I mean, it grinds you down to a nub in this city. And I have about an hour commutes. It could be an hour and 15 minutes, really. It goes by fast. But an hour and 15 minutes each way, that's, a, you know, two and a half hours. Close. Yeah. A day. I mean, that's a full day of You're your life. You're looking at 15 hours a yeah. week. No. About 10. N- no. Two and a half a day well, is not 10 okay. hours a week. Yeah. About 13 or so. Yeah, right. Yeah, but like walking and everything. And so yeah. so maybe you do have errands in between. Great. Fine. And that's what it is. But I It's a just, day. Well, I think, that, I think that the millennials started the- um, coronavirus so they could figure out how to be like super flexible with work <laughs> well it's something needed to happen i mean i mean i've been i've done I, I think that some people need to be i think this is what's going to happen this is my theory we're all going to be told everyone no matter what company it is is going to be told to go back to work because there's some people that can't handle working at home and everyone just needs to go be told you're going back because the underperformers need to get their ass in the office because they're just fucking around and the bosses know who's fucking around and who's not Someone like me, I ain't fucking around. Nope. I, I am definitely not fucking around. And I can have the conversation and stay working from home. And I think that's going to be more of the way that this is kind of rolls out. I don't think there's going to be any kind of blanket policies. I, I mean, yet. But we'll see. I, I mean, I'm yeah, not worried about okay. it. I, I, I'm worried about it because I'm like, I don't want to have the conversation. I just want my boss to just kind of be like, hey, you know. This is how it's going to work with us. Because he even acknowledged the other day that his kids told him that he was such a nicer person to be around now that he doesn't have to commute. And he was like, oh, really? And they were like, oh, yeah, Dad, we love hanging out with you. He was like, damn. He was like, shit, I guess I was a fucking asshole when I was having to go into the office. So it's stuff See? like that. It's eye-opening. Like, oh, I think it's also eye-opening to people like, oh, wait, what fucking matters? Right. Well, it's... He gets to be done with work. I mean, he works till like midnight because he is in charge of a bunch of stuff in Asia. So he does meetings in the evening. But he's like, it doesn't bother me because I'm not doing the commute. I can get up. I can go hang out with my kids to have some dinner, go back downstairs, do my thing like I would normally do. It said it's just it's so much better. So I think everyone is seeing this. Underperformers will be punished because they can't handle it. They're fucking watching Netflix all day. So your time is coming, motherfuckers. But people yes, like me, it is. yeah, you know, I think that we're going to be afforded a little flexibility, which I, which I really do hope that's that's what people deserve. That's what really people deserve. I agree, and I really think that we've said this before, and you know, you're the prime example. Like, really, my, well, everyone that I know that's still working or has worked or a new job that's working from home. They're productive and they're so much happier. Oh my god! Everyone's happier. You're being productive. You get. You're living the life the way that you want to live it as well. And I thought. I mean, I've in looking for work. I've been thinking about that a lot. Like, what's really important to me? Yeah. And how you know that's going to work? Yeah. I'm. I love living more than working. So I tend to be like, oh, I probably should be in the office two to three days a week. Because it focuses me. It you, you know you're someone who needs to kind of have the office to hold hold on to mental not mentally <laughs> like not mentally like mental health but like you get you need to be in that zone. Yeah, 
Right. I'm that person too. Like I also want to see people. I'm social. You need that shit. See me. I'm so good sitting here in this office. You are definitely more uh, oh, an extrovert. You're an extrovert, and that's great. That's that's wonderful. Like some the guy that works for me, he's an extrovert. He needs to be around people and feed off that energy. And and, and, and again, don't get me wrong. I do too to an extent. Five days a week, not seeing people oh, yeah. at work. It's difficult to do meetings sometimes. Like there's projects that you're working on. You know, it, it's a little challenging at times. You could do Absolutely. those things in the office a couple of days a week, and the other three days a week, do stuff over Teams or Zoom or whatever the fuck you're using. So, yeah. but yeah, um, right. to answer your question, I did get vaccinated on Monday. I got the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Rob got me an appointment, so I jumped up and went. And of course, the next day they announced that they're pulling it. Because of all of these health concerns, and I, of course, started freaking out. I started looking <laughs> at articles and spinning and going down rabbit holes, and I finally was like, you know what, just stop. Just put the fucking phone down and don't even look, because who who, know, who knows? But I got sick as a fucking dog. I have not been that sick since I had the flu when I worked at NYU back in 2017 or 16 or whatever it was. I, I don't, I don't, I know I have not been that sick. Except it was 36 hours. The flu was like six days of it. This was 36 hours of just pure unadulterated or whatever the word is, hell. My fever was close to 104. It was 103.8. I checked it in the, during the night a couple of times. I was laying there with a 30-pound gravity blanket on, two big furry blankets, pillows. I mean, it was the whole thing. And, you know, it eventually goes away, and they say that, 36 hours for the Johnson & Johnson, but then you've got Peaches and Daddy who got the Johnson & Johnson, and nothing happened to them. And nothing. I got deathly sick, so it's like, it's such a crapshoot as to what happens to you. I, I say I wouldn't do it again. If I if I could do, take it back, I would take it out of my body, and I wouldn't do it and stuff, which I'm like, you know, maybe I was speaking in the moment. But I, That's all right. I, I don't know. It was hell. I mean, it was hell. And I don't want to do this every year. If I have to get a booster shot, or we all have to get booster shots every six months or a year of the same thing, and I, I don't know think it's going to be this bad. I know that I have to go home and lay down and wait for wait for thirty six hours to be over so I can come out of the coma. I mean, you should have seen the house. Like, I mean, it was just a path Girl, of destruction. You're preaching to the choir I know. right now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I mean, now you get a little bit of a glimpse of what I did, like through COVID, God. which was fucking ten. Plus days, and then when I got my shot, I was like, ah, "Covid again, uh, yeah, pain." That's awful. So I thought it was kind of funny. There's, um, I sent you a little clip from tw- Trevor Noah. Oh yeah, and it's oh. all about. It's just really, it's funny. Um. Oh, right. Sorry, I put it on the COVID page. Uh, here he is. It's him talking about COVID nineteen, real quick, right? Yep, just real his, quick. His nickname how hard it is for to it. get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. COVID-19, the pandemic that's harder to get rid of than a serial killer in a hockey mask. <laughs> right. So for anybody that loves horror movies, guess who never goes away? Jason. Jason. He never goes away. Like <laughs> the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, he never goes away. And that's, that's true. That so Trevor did... Noah. I'm just starting <laughs> to really like that boy. <laughs> <laughs> boy, who you call him boy? <laughs> I know, man. Um, he so just I saw I when did I see this? Like maybe last night. Um, our girl Marjorie Taylor Green. Oh has God, 
challenged AOC to a duel. You're lying. I'm not. Okay, so it's not a total duel. Well, no, but, but yes, I know what you here's mean. here's what it is. I know you do. It's so awesome. So I hadn't seen anything in a while. I'm like, what, you know, what's going on out there? So Marjorie Taylor Greene tweets, at AOC, people are excited about our debate about the Green New Deal economic policy. People are saying they would pay money to see it. So Marjorie Taylor Greene wants to debate AOC. Oh, here it is. Marjorie Taylor Greene challenges AOC to debate over the Green New Deal. So she wants to debate her because she, you know, AOC is hardcore on um, positive and pushing for the Green New Deal. Please do this. Marjorie's not, I know, I'm dying. So then, (laughs) so just so everyone knows, um, our our girl AOC has not yet responded. She hadn't as, you know, at, at this point, but she said we could, so Marjorie Taylor Greene says we could debate pay-per-view style and the money raised could be split between us for our choosing of where it goes. You're lying. This is what do you and she's like, what do you think? AOC better take this challenge. This is this is a this is a defining moment of the beginning of a career in a career. I really think it is. She's got to go for it. I mean, I think she has to go for it, too, but I don't think she should be doing it pay-per-view style. Well, this should be... No, this should not be pay-per-view style because that is so, like, Trumpian. Get money for everything. Yeah. This is... No, that is fucking stupid. Yeah, but AOC she needs is to not going to... her. AOC is not going to do that. No, but... But that would be... That would be the greatest... That would be really great. But you know what? The, the danger with that is, is... Yes, it's career defining for AOC, you think, because you think AOC will crush her, but it's in it's in the uh, the eye of the beholder. Like in in our minds a- AOC would crush her, but in in the Trump world's minds Marjorie Taylor Greene would crush AOC. So I know. it's like, you know, it's a career defining moment for AOC, but it's also could be career defining and catapult Marjorie Taylor Greene to stardom even more than she sure. already is in their mind. Sure. We need her <laughs> like, Sure. We need her out of the house. We don't need I her. I want to see that debate. Please. I, I, I get it, but oh my God. Yeah. I just thought that was kind of crazy. Oh man, I need you to keep me updated on that because that is good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, uh, um, go ahead. Oh, I was going to tell you about, we, we have a new follower. <laughs> this is the greatest follower ever. I'll take a follower every day of the week. I'm going to shout her out because, I mean, I think she's public. Nova Beach, which I'm sure is a fake name. <laughs> but it's so great because <laughs> yeah, exactly. her, her bio says, I love sucking dick very much. If you want to see my pussy and more dirty pictures, check my link. <laughs> and I was like, this is our fans, Hottie. This is our fans. <laughs> well, you know, it's. It's a defining moment early in a podcast. Well, right. I mean, you know what? It's kind of like like maybe she's been listening to you. I might be a little wet downstairs. And all of your drops. Maybe she's a little jelly. 
I think she's jealous of you. I have a wet ass pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's listening to this and she's like, I'm going to fucking follow these people. I'm told all the time how fucking wow. amazing oh my, my pussy is. <laughs> Where is my new drop, damn it? My labias get longer and my eyes get worse. <laughs> you mean that there one? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest. My labias get longer and my eyes get worse. <laughs> and you're like, uh-huh. you're like, you're supposed to make me sound young and vivacious. <laughs> I sound like a drooping old whore. <laughs> oh my god! It sounds like your labias are like those earring. You know how people get their ears pierced and they put gauges in them, and their earlobes are droopy and dangly. They get them stretched. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> I have this big ah after everything. I'm being stupid today. I don't know why. Oh my god! So that's actually funny. Just there's this. The interwebs are maddening. So you know, you know, I'm a TikTok follower. Yeah. Um, and I have this. So well, let me let me set it up with Gwyneth Paltrow posted a skin routine video for Vogue last okay. week. Yeah. Last week, two weeks ago. All of the estheticians and dermatologists and doctors went fucking ape shit because they were like, everything about this video that Gwyneth Paltrow did was wrong. Really? Oh, my God. They were just... And this doctor that I follow, she's amazing. You can't make everybody happy. Idris. But it was so great. She does this like 20... She just watches her. But it was all about... She said... What does it say here? Reacting to Gwyneth Paltrow's skincare routine. Hopefully this is one that's educational and one we can all learn from and grow from together. So then I went and watched her video and nobody, everybody is Gwyneth like, what the actual fuck? Well, what was so controversial? Well, so she showed up with her video with full makeup. Okay. So full makeup, and then you're and you're going to show a morning routine tutorial. She said it was her morning routine, so you should have no makeup on to start your morning routine. Okay. Oh, fair enough. I mean, I mean, we've the seen. I, to be fair, well, we've I seen, agree with this though. We've seen Gwyneth Paltrow without her makeup on, so it's not like she's afraid to show herself without her makeup. Right, but she's doing a morning tutorial on Goop for okay. Vogue. It should be done correctly. Yeah. With everything that's out there with everyone that puts on makeup from zero to fully made up and yeah. their whole routine. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it, it was also, it was her process. It was, it was a couple things though that like if you want to buy, if you could afford and you're a person that likes an $825 moisturizer with the ingredients that actually are not as good for your skin as they should be. Like it was many steps. And she didn't even end with, she didn't end with uh, a sunscreen. She did like sunscreen, a serum, a sunscreen and moisturizer. And everyone was like, I mean, I follow a lot of dermatologists. You can't really tell from my fabulous skin, but (laughs) these girls were like, ah, so many were freaking out. And they were like, this was, they're like, I don't well, want I... to shame Gwyneth, but people are following you for your skin routine, and this just doesn't cut it. Your ingredients aren't good. Your process is poor. 
Oh it's come so, on! Is, I don't know. I, I got to go watch this because I, I don't I don't think so. I got to go see this. I don't know. They're not big Goop fans. Well, I am. Well, you can be. I'm <laughs> not. You're not. <laughs> no. Oh well, I I can't afford that shit anyway. Did you watch the Goop uh, series on Netflix? Uh yeah, I started. Did I finish? That? I loved God. it. I mean, it was very wooby dooby. Yeah. It was what we do, and yeah. it's fine. I like it. I just love fine. her. She's so real acting. I mean, you can. I mean, those people would be like, <laughs> did "You're you, fucking." Did you hear what you said? Real acting. <laughs> no, no, no. You know what I mean. I do. She, I know. she is down to earth. On there, she seems to be. Yeah, people speak highly of her in Hollywood. <laughs> like I'm in Hollywood. Right in Hollywood. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm hanging out with the TikTokers that are all right. like hardcore estheticians. So I'm hanging out with the dirt. <laughs> right. Um, but I thought you, it was kind of funny. Yeah, that is. I'm going to go watch the video now and I'll gotta, I got to see it. But yes, you were talking too. about how the internet is so great. I found a couple of clips. Like I was watching something and... They had put this song with it, and it's called Oh My God, A Dog, or it's just called Dog. And it was like this, you know, with the background music of an Instagram or something. I've actually been kind of looking at some TikTok, too. But this girl just sings about a dog. Oh my God, a dog. Did you see the dog? And it's like a minute long, but you got I mean, this is, the, this is what the internet is made for. Listen to this <laughs> fucking masterpiece. A dog. Oh yeah, God, that's it. A, a dog. dog. I just saw a dog. Did you see the dog? Did I you see the dog? <laughs> it was right there. The dog. It was right there. The dog. Did you hear that? Oh God, I know. <laughs> is that not awesome? Oh yes, God, it is. It's so basic and so effective. Perfect. It's so dog? perfect. It came out <laughs> in 2020. I'll give him credit. I've got it right here in my notes because I was thought these people deserve a, a, a plug because this is fucking the greatest thing I've ever heard. Created by Maya Daniela Anderson and Andreas Ledette, it was just in 2020. They dropped that, and it's just a minute long. But but I was listening to it, and I started playing it for Rob when he was about to leave on Sunday, and he walked out the door and he goes. Oh my God, a dog. Did you see? The- it's so catchy. And you're going to catch yourself singing, Oh my God, a dog. Um, but it made me think of that sh- that other really basic but effective YouTube viral video years ago. And this, it's like this guy in like boy drag, kind of like girl drag, but just like not makeup at all. It's like back in 2006. And its name is Liam Kyle Sullivan and his character's name is Kelly. And he just talks about shoes. Shoes. I love that. This. Oh my shoes. God, shoes. shoes! And it's so basic I, and so effective. I've watched it a thousand times uh, when this came out. Yeah. I mean, it was the, all the rage. Did you see the shoes video? Shoes, 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 <laughs> shoes, shoes. Oh my God, shoes, shoes. Let's shoes. get some shoes. Let's get some shoes. Let's get some shoes. I just someone shit. just used this on a TikTok shit. and I can't remember what Did it was. It was great. I was like, "Oh my god, I love this!" Like I remember oh it. Shit. I mean, it's a classic. It is a fucking classic. But what's so great about this is Raja of RuPaul's Drag Race fame. What did she win? Season three, season three or four? Raja, yeah. Yeah. 
she just redid shoes with Kelly. And so it's oh super cute God. too. So she just redid it and gave Kelly, you know, a, a starring role in it. And I'm like, this is this is what the internet's for, people. Can we not just keep the internet about stuff like this and not like buying and selling AK-47s to go kill people with? Like, yes. Let's keep the internet it should be fun. Shoes, fun for the internet. Right, shoes and dogs. Shoes. <laughs> shoes. Gets this is in Raja. Sh- this is Raja. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then Kelly's in there too Let's with her. Let's get some shoes. 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 And it's of course a much longer version of the shoes. of the song. But right. so everyone go check out Raja, um, her new take on the 2006 viral video Shoes. And that's oh, there's that. Kelly back there. Here she is. These shoes rock. These shoes rock. These shoes suck. These shoes suck. I love it when the sales lady at the end of the original shoes is like, uh, your foot is too big. And she's like, bitch. (laughs) It's so good. I love that. Yeah. But speaking of RuPaul, did you watch RuPaul? I mean, you know I did. Oh, girl. Uh, I mean... Girl, so. Jesus. Jesus. I mean, it was, I'm sorry to say, it was painful. It was So, painful. what did you think was painful? The the challenge. What challenge? Well, was the, there a challenge? The Hanny I Shrunk the Drag Queen. Oh, that one. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so bad. I mean, I was cringing watching it. I oh, I always watch it now with sometimes a Neil eye. I'm like, I bet Neil is wanting throwing a shoe at the yeah a high heel at the TV right now. Well, I mean, it's just like the I mean these quote unquote actors. And I know they're not actors. I'm not expecting Nicole Kidman and Meryl Streep here, but like guys, it's it's just really bad. They don't know how to I feel be in like a skit. It's reaching. It's reaching. They don't know how to be in a skit. I mean, like, like the the storyline of Hania Shrunk the Drag Queen. Okay, all right, it could be cute, but I just feel like the whole show is just feels so so overproduced, so pushed, just so contrived. And there's a lot of conspiracy theories out there too. I was watching some guy named Bussy Queen on YouTube. And oh he, yeah, I want, I know him. Do you? I love him. I've really started yeah. to watch him. I love him. He went through um, some conspiracy theories about season 13 saying he was breaking down like all of the rumors about it being rigged. And he, I don't want to go into it all because it was kind of confusing, but I kind of agreed with him on a lot of them. Go check him out, Bussy Queen. He does like this whole thing about conspiracy theories or, or riggery, he calls it on season 13. But he was essentially saying it just feels overproduced and overdone. And it's, it does it does. We've said that so much. Well, you compare it to UK, and when you've it, got UK running side by side with US, that I mean, it kind of destroys US because UK you can't is compare. You yeah, can't, it, it destroys US. Yeah, it's just so much better. Um, but I mean, girl, I mean, I thought it is was. Is there violence out on the streets of Manhattan? No, no, no. That's the rest. I was letting shoes oh. play. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Raj's version of shoes was playing in the background. <laughs> got it. Um. Oh, wait. 
No. Oh, yeah, that is shoes. I thought, well, maybe there is some <laughs> New York City streets. <laughs> Sometimes it comes through on the mic. Um, no, that was Raja. But, yeah, uh, you know, rosé, just the, the pink everything. The, the You know, the jacket has to have roses on it. Like, pink this and pink wigs. It's kind of like the Tina Burner thing. Like, this is the same shit every time. It would be like me in every single outfit I wore. I had to have pills. On every single thing, every single exactly. time. Exactly. I would say, like, do it once, and then I'd be like, Neil, you already did that. Right. Don't like, my name is Serotonin. I have an iconic pill dress that I wore. I have a pill ca- baseball cap. I wore it once. I, sometimes it gets a reprise, but I don't have to have pills on me as a necklace or as bracelets or as a headpiece. Every time. Every fucking time. It's just like, guys, do something different. You can still be rosé and wear green. Well, so did you? Did you agree with me with Simone? Didn't you love? Oh, she's that ridiculous. runway. Yeah, she's amazing. The fucking pocket. I mean, are you kidding me? The pocket gay. Yeah, <laughs> she's amazing. It was. It was that zipper. It, it was all fabulous. Got Mick with the pocket watch and the watches uh, was fabulous as well. It was great. It really yeah. was great. Stunning. Yeah. It was really good. And Candy Muse should have just been pushed off the stage for whatever the fuck it was she was wearing. Oh, my God. And I then, could not wait for you to see that. It literally was oh slightly my. upscale of when Lala Ree just, like, <laughs> fucking glued some bags to her bodysuit. Totally. Totally. And Candy's obsession and how she keeps talking about her Joey J. Her jo- Joey J, that's my man, Joey J. I'm like, and I get this image, and this is going to be so bad, and it's going to be so, you can say I'm a body shamer, I don't care. But, like, whenever she starts talking about being obsessed with Joey J, I just start thinking, like, can you imagine Candy, like, climbing up on top of you and fucking you? I'm like, you know what? Sorry. <laughs> no. I, you know, what do they say? I don't have a top. And, you know, of course, like, you know, everyone gets all up in arms when you say that. But you know what? Sorry. I, I have a top, and it's not Candy. I can't imagine her climbing on top of me, ick, and her talking about me like that. If I was Joey J, I would be like, um, don't talk about me. You gotta stop. <laughs> yeah, don't talk about me. But I think I was funny, like, in some of the comments, they're like, oh, her wig and her makeup. I immediately was like, what the fuck is up with that wig? Big girls don't wear flat wigs. No. No. I mean, it looked bad. Uh, yeah. I thought. I just, you know, uh, when she walked out, I'm like, that is your final, uh, that's your final runway. <laughs> right. You're fired. Dumb. <laughs> like, Dumb. Sorry. It was bad. It was bad. But it now was... here we are, final four. Yep. So um, who do you want to win? Because this week is the reunion, right? So this week we yes. get reunion. The next week we get the actual finale, the- and it's going to be live, I think, because there were people posting pictures of the Orpheum Theater or whatever it is in LA, where they had things on the marquee that said RuPaul's Drag Race finale live or something like that. So that made people think that. I mean, maybe it's a goof. Ru is like making people think that she could be fucking with us, but people right. are saying that it's going to be it's going to be a live finale. So who? Question for you is who? Do you want it's to win? Simone Yeh or Got Mick? Yeah. I I have thoughts because uh I, I just have thoughts, but we'll see what happens. 
Well, who do you want it's to win? I mean, I know who other. I want to win. Oh, it's one or the other, of course. Um, I think Rue is very much in tune with like followers. Got Mick. Yeah, followers and who's going to bring like shine a lot on her for being diverse and she always picks the, she just had a black queen before so i feel like she's gonna think oh this is my chance to crown the trans which is fine and this is the first trans man this is the first trans man on on rue right and so i think that that's that that's one of the things that buzzy queen was kind of talking about is how do you think it's the climate i thought about that a lot yeah I was like, not and i'm not trying to take anything away from got mick i am putting this out there right now you are fierce and creative and you've been great, and I love you. Yeah, I'm not taking it away if you win, but nope, they're gonna start rotting in, Hadi. I can already feel it. Like when I, I said, know. that's but why I can't I... say but. It's okay. I can't say but. I'm not saying but. You know what? Everything is changes. Everything go. Everything does. She never one time lip synced. That's true. Not one time. I know, but she was and safe. She, she was safe, and she also had what three or four wins. Well, that's true. She did. She did a good job. She did a, yeah. an amazing job. I I just like Simone better, just as a as a person and just her delivery and kind of who she is. But I just think yeah. that Rue looks at the makeup of the cast and the you know of the winners, and I think that she wants to have. I think she wants to have the first trans winner. I think that she wants that feather in her cap. And and she, she has someone that's she's that caliber to win. Oh, totally. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent. But that's yeah. one of the things that Bussy Queen. I was about to say that was talking about with conspiracy theories behind why um, they had the queens come out and lip sync in the first challenge so that the producers could all see everyone's everyone's lip sync, right. And then they could control and separate people the way they wanted to in the... Finale and like n- n- know how to program the show, and I was like, okay, this is going deep. I mean, like he, he had some great explanations, and I was like, well, I says you could get lost in this shit. <laughs> so, but you know, but you know, I sit around and go down those fucking holes too. Oh yeah, it's fun, hundred percent. Oh yeah, I love it. It's great. Did you see the um the Ever Given ship? We're almost out of time, but I just wanted to, sh- to just like talk about this real quick because I'm still obsessed with this ship. It was held in, it like got out, right? Like it got refloated. Of, but it, right. it was being held in the, like a lake after it got out of the, out of the canal for a yeah. billion dollars, not ransom, but just compensation from the owners. A day. No, no, no. A billion dollars in compensation total for the damages it caused for each day. Because they say that basically it's like, like $250 million a day in losses. And so they're wanting a billion dollars from the owners and the and the uh, the the captain or whoever made the decision to go through the canal because they the rule is that it's your liability. They told them not to go through. It was windy, but if you decide to make the decision, you have to deal with the liability of it. And they did it. And they- I know. <laughs> My- I know. Wow. So they knew the risk. I just thought that was interesting. I didn't know if you had seen that. I wanted to just tell you. No, that's insane. Yeah. Oh, uh, I do like to say there's, you know, there's always some things about Florida that I love. <laughs> yeah. And one is that they are not afraid to put up some billboards and fly some banners. Oh, no, they're not. So the Matt Gates, it says on a new billboard <laughs> in Florida, and I don't know the story, but it says Matt Gates wants to date your child 
once Matt Gates wants to date your child. That's what the billboard says, and it appeared in Florida last week. Just that sounds big. Matt Gates wants to date your child. That sounds like the work of the Lincoln Project to me. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it. I know. That's great. That's <laughs> that's awesome. Well, yeah, because it sounds like he's kind of going down. It sounds like he's going down. I mean, there he's fighting. He's definitely fighting, but I think he's going <laughs> oh, down. Yeah, but I hold on. I've got to give one more uh, tweet to uh, t- <laughs> to this whole. <laughs> Where is it? Oh, this guy that I followed, John Cooper. Hey, Matt, if Donald Trump is afraid to be seen with you because he thinks you're a pervert. You're in real trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that yeah? Is Donald Trump afraid to be seen with him? Uh, he de- he denied him a, a meeting. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's yep. juicy. <laughs> yeah, he refused to meet with him. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> oh, that's Matt. good. And just, I don't know if you saw it all, but in the news, he was like prancing around. All of a sudden, to speak in this last like. Seven to ten days. He's a he has a fiance. Uh, well, that's fine. That doesn't change the and, past, right? And she's walking around holding his hand. I was like, uh, yeah. Oh, did she, like just? I did see that. I saw them walking yeah. out of somewhere, and he was like, he was. I mean, he looked like he had a death grip on her hand. It <laughs> parading looked like Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> it looked like Donald Trump when he would hold Melania's hand and he would grab it really hard and then pull her towards him. Oh my God! I love watching those videos of their body language. <laughs> oh, it's so great. When she I would know. swat his hand away, she's like, "Get away from me!" Oh yeah, it <laughs> so great. Oh my God! Well, I'll tell you, I think uh, that's a pretty good wrap of the sisters' closet. Sisters' here. closet. <laughs> You'll be back in your closet next week. I will. Uh, with a special guest who's really excited. Who's that? Come to the show. My brother. Oh, God. Is he going to do it? He really wants to. He was like, well, can we please record our Wednesday night? Because I really want to. All right. We can try. We'll talk about it out there. That's a lot of logistics. We'll talk about it. I know it is. It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot for you. It's a lot for you to hook up and do over there. I know, but we can, (laughs) we can, we can discuss it. We'll discuss it off. We'll, we'll do that in our, in our planning meeting. In our debriefing. Yeah. Planning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, until then on the next one, you know where we'll be. See you on the dance floor. Oh, and thank you, DJ Paula, for this fabulous mix. <laughs>